Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. The MSCI All Country World Index of Stocks lost about a fifth of its value during 2022, and that is the worst performance in 14 years since the global financial crisis. But surprisingly, the Straits Times Index generated a 4.1 percent price gain in 2022, and it was amongst the strongest stock market benchmarks across the globe. So should You be taking another look at Singapore stocks. Is it time to rediscover Singapore shares? Well, joining us on the phone today is Tu Jin Chung, who's the equity dealer at Mumu Singapore. Jin Chung, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you, Hongbin. Thank you for joining me today. Okay, Jin Chung. You know, for much of last year, the STI was amongst the strongest stock market benchmarks across the globe. What made it outperform other global stock markets? Oh, 2022 was definitely an interesting year for the uh, equity market globally. Uh, as you've mentioned, the SCI actually generated a 4.1 percent in price gain. Mm-hmm. So compared to the other markets, the SCI certainly did well because even the uh, S&P 500 mm. over an 18 percent decline. And I believe the key driver, of course, is the uh, trail of the three banks: BBS, OCBC, and UOB. Mm. They had an average of 13 percent returns for the mm-hmm. year. And uh, with interest rates rising during 2020, and the trail of banks are uh, picking up to 45% of the Straits Times Index. Mm. So when the trail does well, uh, SCI uh, did well as well. I see. I see. Well, looking at the stock market now, how is the SDI faring so far this year? You know, are investors seeing better returns here than global stock markets? Uh, for the SDI this year, year to date, uh, price-wise, uh, SDI is actually in the negative territory compared to uh, other stock markets okay. like the US, uh, Nasdaq, S&P, or Dow Jones. Mm. Uh, closer to home, even in Korea, Kospi, and uh, Japan's Nikkei. They've also risen year to date, so、uh, investors are definitely seeing better returns in the global market, especially the U.S. market compared to Singapore. However,、mm-hmm. of course, for investors that are in the、uh, Hong Kong market, when they、mm-hmm. compare、uh, when Hong Kong and as well the Hang Seng Index itself, SEI、mm-hmm. is、uh, certainly seeing better results. Because、mm-hmm. this has、uh, many factors、uh, in play, including the recent、uh, surprise. Mm. Uh, key rate cuts by the、uh, China Central Bank themselves.、Mm. Okay, okay. Well, despite the downslide right now, do you expect more upside for Singapore shares for the rest of the year?、Mm, for Singapore,、uh, because Singapore is a highly export-oriented economy,、mm-hmm. uh, I believe Singapore shares and Singapore companies they are really dependent on how other economies are、right. doing. So,、uh, Chinese economies that are looking green, as well as、uh, other major economies like France and Germany,、mm-hmm. there may be pessimism in the market. However,、mm-hmm. uh, there are other major、uh, economies like US and even UK、mm-hmm. uh, showing signs of a better、uh, economy GDP-wise. Right. So, I believe a lot of investors are on the sideline,、mm-hmm. waiting for further economic data. And if those data do come out good. I believe there's a lot of upside for Singapore shares for the rest of the year as well. Okay, sounds exciting. Well, then amid that backdrop, what kind of opportunities do you see in the Singapore stock market? I mean, why should investors be investing in Singapore shares? I mean, should they?、Mm, for opportunities in the Singapore stock market, I think for the next、uh, short term, like one to two to、mm-hmm. three years, 
uh, real estate investment trust or REITs mm. would actually be one of the better opportunities in the Singapore market mm. because uh, these REITs they are actually very sensitive to interest rates. Okay. And as uh, interest rates do increase, uh, which right now they are already increasing, mm-hmm. their attractiveness uh, do drop because investors look into safer investment products. Mm. For instance, like in Singapore, we have the Singapore Savings Bond or the T-bills. Mm. But we do see that the economic data in the US, they are showing signs of improvement, including mm-hmm. uh, signs of easing inflation. Okay. And it's likely that the uh, US Federal Reserve will begin to pause any further rate hikes. Mm. And when they do actually start to cut the rates, mm. it's likely that uh, there will be interest in mm-hmm. the REITs uh, sector in Singapore. And uh, why should investors invest in Singapore shares? I think one of the key advantages mm-hmm. uh, of investing in Singapore market is actually that they do not have to undertake any uh, foreign exchange risk. Mm. Right now, we do see that uh, Singapore dollar and US dollar, they are moving uh, a lot. And then, so for investors investing in Singapore market, they will not have any foreign exchange risk that could actually uh, potentially hinder their overall earnings. Okay, okay. Well, you know, you mentioned REITs there earlier, but are there other sectors other than REITs that investors should be looking at to get the best returns? Uh, Apart from REITs, I would say for Singapore, the most traditional sectors that uh, most investors, uh, they will start is actually the banking and financial sectors in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Because Singapore is an important financial hub. Like the STI, the trail of uh, banks, DBS, OCBC and UOB, mm-hmm. the STI is made up uh, a huge percentage of them. So I would say uh, investors uh, def- will definitely be looking at the uh, banking and financial sectors for the best returns. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the long term. Of course, for the best reasons, they definitely have to see their entry price when they do enter into any of these three banks. Mm-hmm. But uh, at the same time, uh, these three banks have been uh, giving out dividends consistently mm-hmm. and rising. So over the long term, it should be uh, it should be good. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, you've laid out so many opportunities that investors can take part of in the Singapore market. But despite these opportunities, you know, a survey on Singapore investors, it showed low interest in trading Singapore's stocks. Why is that? I mean, what factors contributed to this low interest? Oh, yes, I think I saw that survey as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, personally, I think one of the biggest factor for the lower interest in the Singapore market Mm -hmm. would actually be due to the easy access to other foreign markets with higher volatility, mm-hmm. like the Hong Kong or even the US market. Mm. Of course, uh, these days we have uh, also many economists, analysts or uh, financial influencers, even long-term passive investors. They mm-hmm. have uh, consistently been advocating on passively investing in the S&P 500 mm. and a dollar cost averaging it. And historically, we have also seen the S&P 500 giving stable return over the long term. Mm. So I think the lower interest in the Singapore market could be with both factors. Mm -hmm. The easy access to foreign markets compared to uh, back then, Mm. as well as the frequent uh, coverage of the S&P 500 Mm. uh, passive investing. Mm -hmm. However, with the right direction that SGX is going, I believe with more uh, coverage or the Mm -hmm. positive of the Singapore market and how stable it is, Interest in the Singapore market can actually be elevated. Okay, I see, I see. And I also want to, you know, touch base on, you know, a question for first-time traders and what they might have regarding Singapore's stock market. I mean, first-time traders, is starting with Singapore shares a good starting point? Starting with Singapore shares would actually be a very good starting point.
starting point for first-time traders or investors, uh, especially for investors that actually grew up in Singapore. Because you will be actually be familiar with these companies that you are investing in. And the volatility in the Singapore market is not as volatile as the foreign markets. Mm-hmm. So it actually gives the investor confidence. Mm-hmm. Even for myself personally, when I started my investment journey, I did it with a Singapore share, uh, OCBC Bank itself. When you use the product to actually get uh, more confidence in buying to this company, so I believe taking the first step is the hardest. However, mm-hmm. if you do invest in something that you use or see every day, it builds a confidence and allows you to take the first step uh, easier. Mm, okay, okay. But what investments as well, like what investment trends do you see or should investors consider when trading in Singapore stocks then? For this, I think investors trading in the Singapore stock need to set an expectation that the Singapore market is uh, relatively different to other markets, especially the U.S. market, in terms of volatility and the overall risk tolerance of investors. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the Singapore market is definitely more stable and the Singapore shares tend to give out dividends uh, instead of, like, for instance, in the U.S., they do a lot of share buybacks, which can boost the share price. Mm. And this had to do with, uh, of course, uh, how taxes work in uh, different jurisdictions. So these are some of the things that investors can consider when they want to trade Singapore stocks. Mm, okay, okay. Overall then, do you have you know any advice for investors looking to tap into the Singapore market? I think people can start with uh, companies that they are familiar with okay. or companies that they have uh, used their products. Mm. Because uh, I was mentioning this gives the investors uh, the confidence of this company and from there they can actually understand more about the company uh, understand the company financials by looking at their reports which they can all easily be accessible in the SGX website mm. and then other advice would actually be uh, cost management as a uh, cost is one of the factors that may affect the overall profitability for uh, investors in the Singapore market especially for first-time investors because their investing quantum may not be huge So cost management uh, will be important for investors and they may wish to use investment platforms that suit their needs. For instance, uh, lower cost brokerage platforms like Mumu, which uh, offers low trading fees. Mm. Because these fees can actually significantly eat into their profits. These are two advice I would say uh, Singapore investors can look into. I see, I see. And before we let you go here, Jun Chung, what should investors also be looking out for in the next couple of weeks that could, you know, move Singapore shares? For the next couple of weeks, uh, for such very short periods, I would say investors can focus on economic data that Mm -hmm. will be released in the coming weeks. Mm -hmm. Some of this data could be the Singapore manufacturing PMI Mm. or the Singapore non-oil domestic export data and even potentially uh, on 1st September the polling day itself. Mm. Uh, These are things that may actually uh, affect the market. And of course uh, outside of Singapore uh, in uh, in coming weeks we do have the US Federal Reserve uh, FOMC meeting Mm -hmm. uh, in mid-September. So this could also be investors focus as the Federal Reserve Chairman and uh, Jerome Powell's mm. direction may actually move the market as mm-hmm. well. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Jun Chong, for your time and your insights today. Thank you so much, Hongbin. Thank you for inviting me to the show. Thank you. It was lovely speaking to you. We've been speaking to Tu Jun Chung, who is the equity dealer at Moomoo Singapore. I'm Hongbin Jung, and this has been Money in the Market. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.